The duplicitous Mr. Oswald and the Bringier fight. The Twilight Zone, a stop at Willoughby. Push, 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 sell, sell, sell. Outside sales representatives want customers to trust them, and they want to trust customers. The last thing a customer wants is a lying rep, distorting products, pricing, or shipping. Nor does a rep want a customers to lie about their buying habits, what they pay for goods or distorting their needs in order to gain leverage. Carlos Bringier Carlos Bringier was a leader in the anti-Castro exile community. Bringier was the New Orleans delegate of the Directorio Revolucionaria Estudiantil, DRE, financed and formed by CIA, Patch, and Sherry have set up their first Oswald surveillance across from the Bringier clothing store, Casa Roca in New Orleans. It's August 2, 1963, just a little more than 90 days until Kennedy is killed in Dallas. Without even delving into the unclassified documents showing CIA involvement with the DRE, it is only necessary to follow Oswald's action on the streets of New Orleans to understand the CIA's motives. This particular surveillance is like a closed jar of gold dust floating in the water rearing a cover labeled clues. The dialogue of this chapter is taken from HSCA testimony. The words are not conspiracy theory. They are the words of Lee Oswald, working with Guy Bannister out of 544, Camp Street, while a short time later handing out pro-Castro communist pamphlets. This operation, unknown to Patch and Sherry, is an operation to discredit the fair play for Cuba committee. Handing out communist literature paves the way for Oswald being branded a communist the afternoon of the president's murder. Again, on August 9, 1963 Oswald is at it again. Even through his words over a half a century ago, there is the impression that he was a communist and maybe others worked with him. The plain fact is Oswald was set up. He was a prime candidate to be framed because of the double-dealing work he did in the summer of 1963 and because of his being a part of the false defector program to the Soviet Union. And Oswald initiated a fight, as he was told to do. Surprise! Intel performs these operations at home and abroad all the time. His day job is pretending to be a communist. Imagine being back in time like Patch Kincaid. He has Sherry take photos as he records Lee Harvey Oswald on the three and a half inch tape recorder. When Oswald was in the Casa Roca store just days before he proclaims that communism holds no future, and he proclaims as an ex-marine he can train exiles in guerrilla warfare and sabotage. But the DRE doesn't want military action. Oswald offers to blow up the Huey P. Long Bridge. Or he could derail a train. We can thank Jim Garrison's investigation, as well as the HSCA committee testimony, for much of the initial New Orleans Oswald knowledge. The narrative form of Oswald's duplicity, with all the tensions and mystery of a novel leaves the stark impression that something just isn't right. Everything culminates in a sidewalk street fight between Oswald, Bringier and members of the DRE. Listening to Oswald asking Bringier to hit him, and later his long meeting with an FBI agent, has all the earmarking of an intelligence operation. It's well known that David Phillips of the CIA was involved in diminishing the influence of the Fair Play for Cuba Committee. The Oswald-Bringier Fight After the fight and Oswald's subsequent arrest Oswald, the loner, the malcontent, and drifter calls the FBI and is sprung from jail. 
It's important to remember that the communist handout and advertisement for a free lecture is attributed to A.J. Heidel, who at 544 Camp Street is at the same address as commie hating Guy Bannister. Bannister did tell somebody later Oswald was working for him. But in a larger sense Oswald was working for David Atlee Phillips, George Joannides, the Customs House, and the FBI with a little naval intelligence on the side. That's not what the Dallas police were quickly told nor was it what we were led to believe on November 22, 1963, within hours of the shooting. What a perfect setup for a patsy. Chapters 16 and 17 on SoundCloud and complete book at audible.com.